I think for the most part, parking brake in Romans chapter 1. I really try to keep to our time. I might be just a little longer this morning. I, I, uh, it is a uh, message I believe the Lord has impressed upon me to give today uh, and to encourage us. The encouragement part comes tonight. I'll tell you this morning is where we, how we got to where we are. And this evening is now where do we go from here. And so I trust that you will follow along. We'll be there shortly. Romans chapter 1. Our text we read earlier, righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Let me pray for just a moment. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd calm my spirit, my heart, my temperament. I pray, Lord, I would say nothing in anger or distress or frustration. That's not my purpose at all. My purpose is to point us to you. The purpose is to remind us of the devastation that sin has upon any nation, any people, any person myself included, the devastation that sin happens or occupies or produces in our lives. And Lord, we wonder why we are in the shape we are in. It's because we have jettisoned you from our lives. And we have, I think in many regards, possibly you've turned us over to a reprobate mind, those who are in many regards leading our nation, whoever they may be. So Lord, help me to speak clearly today. May I find uh, your comfort. May I find your strength. Lord, I am nothing. Forgive me of sin. Empty me of self. Fill me with your spirit this day. May your word go forth with power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Interestingly enough, it was uh, Benjamin Franklin who said these words, Be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let every new year find you a better man. I like that. Be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and every new year find you to be a better man. I was reading in the devotional this morning from, I think it was Call to Glory today. During this time of year, many people are busy making resolutions, reservations, restitutions, and rectifications. They make promises without meaning, plans without management, and progress without motion. He's a pastor, obviously. Multitudes have been known to live their lives going around in circles with no direction. It has been said that people spend money they don't have for things they don't need to impress people they don't like. The results of such behavior are bitterness and misery. There are very few people that are breathing God's air today that are content. And God alone can make a new you in a new year. And that's it. We have to focus our attention back onto our Savior. The answer I can tell you that where do we go from here? Same place. We should have been going all of our Christian lives to the rock of our salvation. But before we get to that, that will be this evening's message. We are in a world that needs to needs God. Tozier said, a scared world needs a fearless church. Scared world needs a fearless church. And a forward to a big book called, matter of fact, I'll just hold it up for you, a forward to this book right here, The Hope of Nations, which I got for Christmas by John Dickerson. One man says these words, Paul Nyquist says, the foundations are failing beneath us. Much too quickly, Western civilization will find itself frantically looking for a lifeboat as it sinks into a moral and ethical cesspool bearing no similarity to its regal past end quote, a forward to this book, Hope of Nations. When I'm done with it, you can have borrowed to read it if you'd like to do that. So how in the world are we expected to live on earth if the Lord tarries his coming with the direction the world is going? 
Klaus Schwab and his group of financiers want to change. As a matter of fact, they said that the COVID pandemic was a great chance to redo the world. You can quote it I, I, you, you, for yourself. I'm not saying something, not the exact words, but that was the impetus is it's a group of very wealthy people who plan on remaking the world to their fashion. That's, you can learn it for yourself. It's there. So how in the world are we to leave in a world that seems like so many have gone morally insane? The foundations are failing. The righteous, where are we to go? We are to go to the Savior. But how do we get here? By the way, if you're wondering how long you're going to live, the life expectancy in the U.S. dropped for the second year in a row in 2021. According to the CDC, National Center for Health Statistics, say life expectancy at birth in the U.S. declined nearly a year from 2020 to 2021, down from 77.0 to 76.1 years. And so if you're worried about that, and then it's likely going to drop again. So since it's not... Dropped so much since 1921 to 1923. Why are we dropping so much? Possibly because our border is open. We've had over 100,000 people lose their lives to overdoses in 2021. It's supposed to be even more in 2022. We've had the the, uh, the pandemic, etc. We've had so many people have passed. The average American can expect to live about 76.4 years now. Who's the highest? In case you're wondering, it's Hong Kong. If you live in Hong Kong, you're Hong Kong East, 82.38. I think they're, and Japan is second at 81.91. I think their uh, diet is better than mine, most likely. That's why they're living longer. But I have hope. The hope, the life expectancy for the believer. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. John 3.15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That's my life expectancy. May not always here on earth by any means that it is now, but with God forever and ever and ever in the hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. This morning, the first S is the state of the union. This is my state of the union address this morning. What kind of a state are we in? And from the website, America's Catastrophic Disintegration, the source is Disintegration Indicators of a Coming American Collapse. The author is Andre Martinovov, says this, today the United States is not a nation, certainly not in the traditional sense of having a dominant ethnic nationality, while the foundational American meme or myth is a, of a melting pot has turned out to be exactly that, a myth. America's many ethnicities have not assimilated to form a single nation, but rather are more aptly regarded as a salad bowl of divergent interests. America is a Tower of Babel standing on the shaky ground of identity politics. Such a multicultural, diverse country does not have a national interest because unity is absent. A house divided cannot stand, end of quote. Matter of fact, I read this somewhere, united we stand, divided we fall. Hmm. Do you know where that is, right? That's our motto of the state of Kentucky. How true it is. Do you remember these six months before I was born, a certain man said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. January 20th, 1961, President, just inaugural address. 
I tell you, we have lost that mindset. It's not ask what I can do for my country. It's ask what can my country do for me. And if I don't do for me, I'm going to let you know about it. That's just the opposite mindset. Where's the sacrifice for our nation? Where's the sac... Now, I'm speaking to the choir. Uh, we're all the choir. Because you're the ones that would agree with me on this. But the nation as a whole, we've, we've lost that. I'm going to read... If you're back over to Romans, we're still there. We haven't left. You're the one that left. Okay, Romans chapter 1, 18. I'm going to read it all the way through once. I want you to lay beside Roman 18, Roman 1, Romans 1, 18 to 32. I want you to lay beside it the United States of America as we stand at this moment. Romans 18, 1. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because they which that which might be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." Because of that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up, or over, to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forevermore. Amen. For this cause God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. I tell you, you, Paul could have wrote that about our own country as we sit right here today. I really, we could have. Now, going back to verse 18, verse by verse for just a few minutes here, uh, uh, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. One of my sources is The Same-Sex Controversy by James White and Jeffrey Neal, uh, and I'm going to use that as part of this Romans passage. It has a whole chapter 6 on the Romans chapter 1, so I'm going to use part of that this morning just to give a clarification on that. 
Really, the, the, this passage, Paul singles out homosexuality, and, and especially in 1, 26 and 27, as an illustration of the judgment of God upon those who refuse to acknowledge Him as Lord of their lives. As I am going to do what I want to do no matter what it is, and I'm going to mark myself and promote myself as this above all things. Above all things. For the wrath of God, 18, who is revealed, that is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who hold, the word there is to, to obtain, to abstain, to restrain, to hinder, to suppress. I'm going to use the word suppress a lot. It means to hold, suppress the truth and unrighteousness. The men, men need deliverance. I tell you from the wrath of God, we need that. I was just listening to a message yesterday. He said, you know what? If you end up in hell, you are going to be a trespasser. Because the hell was made for devil and his angels, and human beings were not supposed to go there. But if you reject God, you are going to trespass in what he made for them, and you will be there for eternity because you've neglected God. You've rejected him. We need deliverance. I need deliverance from the wrath of God. The wrath is revealed from heaven in an ongoing fashion. It's not just against the gross sin of immorality, but it's against all ungodliness, all unrighteousness. God is holy. We are not. He will maintain His holiness. He is just. The depth of man's sin is only increased by the description that Paul gives of man's culpability, his guilt, his responsibility, his accountability. I've seen humorously over the Christmas time, you will see a picture of a, of a Christmas tree on its side and every single ornament laying, and a, a cat picture like, who me? Who me? Yes, it was you who tore my Christmas tree apart. We don't have that. We are accountable. We may laugh at that. And I don't think it's humorous sometimes if it's not my tree. We, but we find we don't, as a humankind, we are accountable. This word is who hold the truth. Very meaningful. We cannot, we cannot suppress something that we do not already possess. Get that. You cannot suppress something that you do not already possess. I already possess underarm odor. I'm going to suppress it every morning by putting my, uh, what is that I wear? Mitchum. Mitchum on there. And sometimes I have actual, not all together there, but something under there. I'm going to try to suppress it because I've already got it. I'm going to try to suppress it so you'll get around me at least within 10 feet. Suppressing. Men are involved in suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. They are. Man's relationship to truth is not, by the way, a secondary issue. The year was 2018. Oxford Dictionaries chose post-truth as the best summarization of American and European culture today. Society defines truth now as more by feelings than by facts. That is pretty much true. Our society as a whole across the world... Truth is defined by feelings rather than the facts. It's as my room, as my as my office mate says, it's maddening, and it is. Just here, the people just espouse lies, and people respond. Oh, oh, that's got to be truth then. To suppress truth is not a natural stance. The suppression of truth is a wicked one. It is an act of rebellion against one's creator. Well, I think that I'm a woman. So, although I've been born a man, lived a man for 61 years plus, now I think I'm going to change. You can't do that. You are a man dressing as a woman is what you are, Tim, if you change. What a, what a yes, perversion is right. What a slap to women. I could think that I could somehow become a bit more than a man in the moon. You could. I 
can't. I can't. But you see, when I do that, I'm saying, you know, Lord, I don't think you knew what you were doing when you made me, so I'm going to change you. Well, I think that I am. No. No. By the way, I personally believe it is a fad that has been really promoted by the media, and I'm hoping it passes soon, and people come back down to earth and realize that ontology, reality, trumps your ideology every time. And when truth comes to truth, you will still be a woman or a man at the end of your life. You may have tried to change, but you're still going to be one what you were born with because how does life begin? God gave you life when you were conceived. He chose you to be as you are regarding your gender. Suppression of truth, I believe, is, is sinful. Giving positive assent to the error as an act of suppression is also sinful. May read that again. Giving positive assent to error as an act of suppression is sinful as well. The truth axiom is that axiom though is rarely received today. Or if you're if you're a Christian, you could be same sex attracted as long as you don't act upon it. It is okay. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. If I can be guilty of looking on a woman and having committing adultery with her in my heart, you can be guilty yourself as well for doing something immoral. Yes. Where does that come from? It comes from America's church society. Paul explains, continuing on. Verse 19. Because that when they, that, that which may be known or notable of God is manifest, openly known, understood, shared abroad, manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them, same word, same root word, manifest, to make known, uh, to make actual, to be realized. So, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath made them to real, showed unto them, made them realize what the truth is. God's wrath is just and holy, for it comes upon those who have no excuse. The word there is apologia, same word you find in 1 Peter 3.15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man. Answer, apologetic. That's the same word. You're without an apologetic. But Lord, you know, I lived in America and no one personally told me and slapped me in the face and wake up, you need to be saved. You're still, no excuse. No excuse. By the way, if you wonder how that, there's a lot of good articles of how God can hold someone accountable who's never heard the gospel. You just need to get those out. God's way is the best way. By the way, that also does not alleviate you and me from telling people we've come in contact with how God has changed us. That's your greatest tool. With God's help, the Holy Spirit filling you, let me just tell you just a moment what God has done for me. What God has done for me. And share that good news and what he can do for you. God has actively revealed himself to those who are busily doing all they can to suppress that knowledge because that which may be known of God is manifest to them. Some see this as referring to each individual, some as a group. But either way, Paul goes on, verse 20, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. I'm pausing right there, throwing in as an extra tidbit here. What does that tell you about mankind and the creation of the world? They were at the same time. Read it again. 
For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Mankind could see the clearly seen from the sixth day of creation week. He was there. It's not billions and billions of years and only recently, two million years ago, did man come on the scene. No. The Bible says in six literal 24 hours days, God created it all and mankind from the beginning of creation could clearly see. You only believe in evolution or theistic evolution if you want to jettison what the Bible clearly says. You want, to, you, want to, you want to agree with man rather than... I'm taking God's word on it every time. Every time. I'm off that soapbox, moving on. Being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Two vital elements of God's existence are clearly revealed through creation, His eternal power and divine nature. While it's surely not an exhaustive revelation for all there is to know about God, because we have Christ who came in 3D, 3D form for us, the, the die impressed, the perfect image of God, was Jesus revealing God to us. Yet it's sufficient to hold all mankind accountable, rendering humanity, the last two words, without excuse, without a defense. The clarity of the revelation of the existence of the divine and powerful God who has made us all ourselves, it brushes aside this ignorance. Oh, I didn't know. There's no one in our society today. Now they will say it. What didn't know? I never heard. I never had opportunity. You've had opportunities. Man knows, but he suppresses the truth. He knows he's accountable to God. He owes to God debt and honor and gratitude for life itself, but he refuses to give it. And and my thinking also, the the runaway train, not the caboose, the runaway train is we've progressed this far, we've digressed this far, so we've got to keep pushing the envelope further. There was a Balenciaga is a clothing group. Last month, I think it was, they had pictures of a girl holding a teddy bear in bondage paraphernalia. They tried to get away with that. And there was a, even the people, the women who promote that said, that's just too far. But will it be too far five years from now? Will it be t- <laughs> We've had things passed in my lifetime that I would never have dreamed would have come to the land. But... When you suppress the truth, God didn't make the world. We're going to make evolution the the capital of our nation. We're going to make the abortion the the sacrosanct thing of our society that must be approved and be available to anybody, anytime. We're going to make that our part of our culture. And you and I sit back here and cry. and, And we're even going to tell children Teach our children in kindergarten. Well, if you think that you're not what you are, well, you just talk to your teacher and you can change. And then when they turn 14 or they turn 18 and they realize girls change their body and they can no longer be a woman, they're not really a man, what am I now? Half of the male teenagers I read just this morning try to commit suicide who have been transgendered. Half of them have at least attempted it once, suicide. And that's the answer. The answer is the same. It has always been. It is Christ, not religion. It is Jesus. We, he is the hope of nations. That is him. That is the Christ. Verse 21. 
you're wondering now, is he going to get through this message? My message is, page, is 28 pages. I'm on page four. Now, that's for the two services. I know it's still quite a bit to get through. So you hang in there, and uh, I am watching the time. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You know, I, I think, I think uh, nation, that we as people, we the people can run our nation without God. It's not gone so well. According to projections by the U.S. Congressional Budget Office, rising entitlement spending and interest on the national debt of America will consume 99% of all tax revenues within the coming decade. This means the nation's entire discretionary spending budget will be financed by debt. Financed by debt. Historian Niall Ferguson has warned that empires usually disintegrate when the cost of paying their debt exceeds the cost of defending their borders. Oh, we, we're just we're going we're going to do it on our own. We're going to put God out, and we're going we know we're pretty smart. Do you realize America has the highest rate of illegal drug use on the entire planet? Do you realize that three million reports of child abuse every year? in the United States of America. 22. What well, says in 21 that their heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Can you tell me the one verse in Psalm 14, verse 1? The who has said in his heart, there is no God, the fool. That one verse sets us straight from an article called The Truth in 2014. Now, this is that's nine years ago. An astounding 30% of all Internet traffic goes to adult websites. 70% of all men, I guess it's in America, 18 to 24 years old, visit at least one porn website each month. America has the highest divorce rate in the world by a good margin, 53% approximately. By the way, it doesn't have to be that way. Conservative Jews have a 0% divorce rate, and the less conservative have a 3 to 5% divorce rate. What are they doing different than us? We need to find out, I'm thinking. According to Pew Research Center, only 51% of American adults are currently married. Back in 1960, it was 72% were married in America. Professing themselves to be wise, we have become fools. Suppression is displayed in the form of, of twisting as a man becomes more and more. And you well know, a, a man does not start in child porn, perhaps. He starts in regular porn and then stronger porn and this, that. And eventually they degenerate into that awful, it's all awful, but the awful, awful stuff. We've seen it across our own country with Mr. Duggar this last year. We followed that. It didn't start, he didn't start with that. Probably started with looking at maybe a just the Sears Roebuck catalog or whatever catalog they have today, and maybe start with that. Well, that was interesting. Well, I'll never help a little bit further than that. And, 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 and well, uh, well, oh, I don't know. You see, it just starts. It's like drinking poison. I was, I this book, by the way, if you are struggling with this, I'm telling you, you need to get this book called Finally Free. Hold your Bible and read the book and read them together. It is the best book on that topic ever read. Finally free. We've we, we become twisted. We substitute this, this futile expectation and, and we let God on the side and we think somehow, 
You want to know what happens to a society that puts God out and every single thought and motive of their heart was always evil continually? Read Genesis chapter 6. Now, we're not going to have a worldwide flood. But I tell you, we are disintegrating as a nation in our own country, in our own world, because we have think that we can do something. We've become fools. The perversity of claiming that what you have wisdom when you don't leads to the twisting of man himself. The first element is a religious in nature. It's, nature. it's natural for a man to worship, but when man rebels and refuses to worship God, who's he going to worship? Himself. It's the meism. It's, he, it's hedonism. It's not hedonism, but it's humanism. It's secularism. The gr- largest growing religious group in America is what? The nuns. 29% of Americans say that N-O-N-E-S, I have none, no religious affiliation, period. The largest group in America growing, the nuns. No religious order. Uh, not relig- not, no religious affiliation. There is a religious order, the nuns, N-U-N. But this is the N-O-N-E-S. Instead, man, we find man engages in idolatry. And the giving of that which rightfully and solely belongs to God, giving that to anything else in the created order, is suppressing the truth and dishonoring God, 23, and change the glory, 123 of Romans, of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. We've lost the truth. Listen to this quote. Truth is so obscure in these times and falsehood so established that unless we love the truth, we cannot know it. Blaise Pascal, 1623 to 1662, said those words. Truth. For while those who worship in spirit and truth revel in the glory of God, those who refuse to give Him due honor are left to exchange. They are changing. They are exchanging what is the lofty and holy for what is debase and sinful. Only a twisted person who's seeking to suppress the knowledge of God would make that choice. And yet, that is what mankind does. Can you imagine taking the glory of God who owns everything, who's upholding all things by the word of His power, and taking an image and trying to say, well, no, this is God. Or, or this is God. Who are you worshiping? It's your, isn't it funny how our gods look just like us or have the same mentality as us? No. It's the God of heaven that we worship. But it says in Colossians, mortify or put to death therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Now, we don't have so much of a problem of bowing down to some bronze statue. But I'm telling you, idolatry expresses itself in perhaps idolizing science or technology or a person or philosophy. Or These are also idolatry. If you put anything of the created world ahead of the Creator. 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. The result of this twisted refusal to honor God and the resultant descent into idolatry, wherefore God gave them up or gave them over. A judicial act of God to uncleanness or impurity. Basically, if you want to wish to wallow in your sin, then your punishment still will be to do just that, for it will consume you. Have we not seen, are we not witnessing how sin is consuming the world today? We are. 
The cycle of sin is vicious. Outside the grace of God unending. What once was an attraction to a man or a woman quickly becomes the trap and snare of sin and they dishonored themselves. They dishonored their God if they're a Christian and they are lost and undone. A man is a single unit. I realize that. And most of the suppression so far in a text is mental, but I'm telling you what you think about, you're going to do. Your battle, my battle, is right here. What you think about, what you dwell on, will eventually... Come to your actions. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to memorize scripture. Men, you've got to just, if it's even questionable, don't even click on it. I stopped clicking on the, the TikTok things on Facebook because every, 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 every once in a while. And then you watch one go by. Well, oh, wow. You see how quickly that stops? You say, Pastor, you, you, I, if, I, if, I can't, if it's going to be a problem, I'm not going to do it. We don't have TV. Wow, it's a freeing thing. I'm telling you. Not having, I have a TV, but we don't watch anything because we don't have any cable or anything. We don't do, it's a freeing thing. That's why I've got four books I'm working on at one time to read things that are profitable. Listen, it, it's, we're too far along in the Christian walk to let things slide. I tell you, if, if it, well, the, the Bible says something like, if your eye is offending you and causing you to stumble, pluck it out. If your hand is causing you to sin, cut it off. It's better to enter into heaven with one arm or one hand than to go into a Christless eternity. People who rebel against God eventually find themselves free to revel in their rebellions. I give you just two examples in America. Look at verse 24 again. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor, dishonor their own bodies between themselves, and January 20, June 26, 2015, the Supreme Court decided in the Obergefell decision in favor of marriage equality, the court held that the 14th Amendment requires states to license marriages between people of the same sex and requires states to recognize lawful marriage outside same-sex marriages. Fast forward to 2022, where in fear, fear of the, that being reversed by the court coming up, the Congress of the United States of America, in December 13, 2022, the Congress as a whole passed the Respect for Marriage, uh, we should call it the Disrespect for Marriage Act, that doesn't guarantee marriage, perhaps, but it specifies that states must recognize same-sex marriages across state lines and that same-sex couples have the same federal benefits as any married couple. It was signed into law on December the 13th, 2022, in our own country. You wonder why we have turned from the truth to accept Again, I'm making a generalization, but the leaders of our country, regardless of whatever they fall in, are, have turned from the truth of God's word. And the sad thing is this. I was reading a commentary from Christianity Today regarding this, and the, the, the said this. This week, the Senate advanced the Respect for Marriage Act. The law tries to balance the unquestionable goodness of traditional marriage with America's changing views on same-sex relationships. Some conservatives will undoubtedly treat the act as a loss, but others will take the view that it is morally, in this morally pluralistic society, a few concessions yield a win for the common good. He says, I'm one of them. I'm not one of them. It was wrong for them to do this. It was wrong for... It just when we go against God's word, I don't care who you are, what our position you are, pastor, president, whoever it is, you're wrong. When you go against God's word, how can we ask Him to bless us? God, please bless America. Well, I can't, Tim, because 
Well, you know, repent. That's the one answer. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and turn from their wicked, and if we will pray and repent, that's the start. Again, from a man who compiled 100 statistics called The Truth. Approximately one-third of the entire population of America now has STD. Every single year, there are 20 million new STDs in America. America has the highest STD infection rate in the entire industrialized world. The Americans between 15 and 24 years of age uh, account for 50% of the new 20 million per year STDs. And Chicago public school kindergarten teachers are now required to set aside 30 minutes a month for sex education. Kindergarten teachers. At this point, one out of every 14 girls in America has at least one STD. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We can do this on our own. We don't need God anymore. Let's take him off every monument we possibly can. Let's not pray to him in prayer. We can't use Jesus' name. In a recent, in a recent pope gathered, not the one that just passed away, but the Pope is Pope now, Francis, gathered together a, a convocation of religious leaders, over a hundred, like witch doctors and all these different things together, and, and they signed an agreement about what they were going to do for the going forward. And he who is the vicar of Christ on earth did not use Jesus' name one time. In the whole agreement of religiosity of how we're going to get together and work together and do together. Who changed, 25, the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forevermore. Really reminds us what brings the judgment of God upon. It's the theme of twisting and exchanging or changing. It's repeated over. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. I have never seen so many lies believed and promoted in America today and they're said with straight faces. Of course, I'm old. I'm 61. Of course, according to Brantley and Connor, I'm 60-something, I think, now. But I'm in my 60s, and I'm just old fogey. Well, a lot of you are, whether you're that old or not, you're you're old fogey with me because we believe what the Bible says. Even when you change the truth of God into a lie. Well, no, the world wasn't recreated by God. It just sort of happened over billions of years. No, the sanctity of human life, that little baby that's, that's just created, oh, that's not a child. One month, not nine months, nine months, not child. A month after it's been born, oh, that's not viable yet. A year after it's born, maybe it's viable then. Good thing your mother didn't say that about you. I know I've been on hobby horses today. I'm telling you, we need preachers who will stand up and say, this is still wrong. It's still sin. If I do it, I'm sinning. If I let my mind wander and have I've had a, a relationship with a woman who's not my wife, in my mind, I've sinned. I have sinned. Period. Well, that's just different sex attracted. No, it's called sin. S-I-N. Whether I act upon it, who said that? Uh, Jesus. Whoso looketh on a woman to lust after hath committed adultery in his heart already. Listen. I put my shoes on one foot at a time. The cats aren't around. I can even do it without shaking the cats off. One shoe at a time. I am a man in need of prayer just like you are men in need of prayer. When you think you can do it on your own, oh, woe is you. Woe is you. Woe is you. 
who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forevermore. I'm telling you, we're drinking, we're drinking a five-gallon bucket of poison. Our world is. We think we can do it on our own. We don't need God. Do you remember in the tribulation time when the Lord comes back, they still, even in that time, we don't want God and they curse God even though they're about to die. I was listening to this excellent preacher, long-winded, excellent preacher. He says, when the, when the uh, I thought it was quite interesting, either when the Lord comes back, you're going to be part of the, the bride of Christ and have food to eat, or you're going to be the food the birds eat. And by the way, did you know, happened to, you probably didn't know it, and I know what time it is. Migratory birds pass through Israel, 500 million migrate through Israel to Europe. So when it says at the Battle of Armageddon, that God's going with the word of his power. People are going to die by the millions. There's going to be 500 million birds to clean up. It, it all fits. God's word is true every single time. I leave you with this hopeful words. I know I'm a minute over already, but listen to this. I love this to get you on the... I know I've not gotten near this, finished this message yet. We'll finish it. Or we'll start, continue it tonight. You can live the adventure of this era with great purpose. You can know with confidence that the creator of the universe has appointed you with your gifts to bring light and life to this moment in human history. You can be secure in understanding God's reason for placing you on this continent at this time among your people for eternal purposes. Maybe you're here for the quote, Mordecai, for such a time as this. Who is maybe the one person God's going to use you to win to the Lord, lead to the Lord, lead to the Lord? Maybe this year you'll get to have a chance to do that. Let's keep trying. Let's keep offering, sharing, and going forward. God's left us here. He's got a purpose for us, so we're already being glory. What's God called you to do? Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your patience with this, uh, with me. I pray, Lord, you use me this year. I, I want that. Lord, draw me ever closer. May I, as you give me opportunity, share what you've done for me and challenge those I'm speaking with that you can do the same for them if they will repent and receive you. Lord, we are in a world of hurt as a nation, as a world. We need repentance in the church. We need power from the pulpits, men preaching the word of God clearly, not with anger. Not, I'm not angry at all. I, I'm sorrowful that we've come to this point. In my lifetime, we've come to this point. Lord, help us to be about your business. If there's a need this morning, if perhaps someone's never received you as personal Savior, they're not yet on the team, they're not yet a Christian soldier, may they respond. If there's baptism need, church membership, Lord, or just to come and pray, and Lord, help me to be commitment, and, and this year to keep my commitment to read the Bible every day, or to read the Bible through. Lord, whatever it is, may we respond if you've spoken to our heart, and ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.